psychosis Why they wanna hit me with the diagnosis Why they wanna make sure my mind closes Conspiracy my ass, they want us to die fast Exposes, psychosis If you wouldn't mind, blow this Get deep, get mind blowing, got mind going Psycho shit, I hope this wakes you the fuck up Alright, welcome to the Human Condition Podcast I'm your host, Max Manning and, uh, you know, I'm going to do something a little different than I normally do. Uh, most of the time I bring up uh, gov website, articles, uh, and propose an observation with providing empirical evidence. Uh, but this time, I'm going to do a little bit different. This time... Uh, I'm going to focus on something that completely blew my mind. I already knew about it, but I thought about it in a completely different way. I want to talk about Disney. And I'm not going to give you that normal spiel about Disney. The whole, it's corrupting our youth, um, latent um, sexual ambiguity, um latent paganistic ideas Um, I'm not gonna go over all that Um, most of what I'm gonna talk about today is something that completely pisses me off uh, and I have to deal with on a daily basis and it's something that really made me readjust my analysis on economic distribution of media and economic uh, inclination towards a hedonistic society. I'm going to talk about public domain and who's responsible unilaterally for the destruction of public domain. It's fucking Disney. It's Disney. Once something... Before he spent millions of dollars of advocation and made propaganda films for the U.S. government during World War One and World War Two. To sway public opinion. Um, You can obviously see some of the films that even Disney and, you know, uh, Looney Tunes did. The Red Baron one where it was uh, um, Yosemite Sam fighting uh, Bugs Bunny. Um, But there's also other propaganda films and propaganda media uh, that, you know, rightfully so put Nazism in a bad light because, you know, who wants fascism? It's no different than the shitty bullshit fucking economic system we have running today, which is a complete opposite of fascism, and it's almost communism at this point. But I'm getting off topic. The main, the main point, the main point that I really want to talk about is the destruction of public domain. Now, public domain, 
It used to be a thing. Like I said, they advocated for it against. They lobbied it, which is the problem with oh so many corporate corporatocracies that uh, permeated the middle of the 80s and 90s in America. Obviously, collusion with government through um, private funding. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah, when when you when you get private funding, you don't. There's no transparency to the basis of where your funding is coming from. And that's that's a huge deal. If you take p- public funding, every dollar has to be accounted for. But public pu- private, you don't you could take all the money you want from corporations and not have to divulge what they give you. That's one of the problems when we have lobbying and campaign fund collection and organization. This is why you see a propagation not of the will of the people, but you see the same politicians being reelected through manipulation of monetary. acquisition or, or or just the ability to be able to permeate media through campaign funds so common knowledge is of that character which will cause a anybody who's a neutral or like a less involved uh political um voter will be more inclined to co-associate their vote towards familiarity that's one of the problems with funding especially with private funding we should have all transparency of all fe- of all campaign funding flat on the board but this is one of the reasons why we have public domain that got destroyed by Disney. Now Disney's an evil company. It's a uh, almost a monopoly at this point and they just keep getting bigger. They just keep getting bigger and more corrupt and then they use the basis of nostalgia to propagate media. Now, when when did media really permeate social consciousness? Well, it was like in the 50s, it's in the 40s. Steamboat Willie, animation. This 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 is where I almost had a meltdown at work today cuz I thought about this. I thought about this a lot, and it fucked my worldview up. So while while we know that you know uh, there should be freedom of uh, intellectual um, and uh, rights to uh, creative work. 
uh, there was an old law called public domain. Now, public domain gave the right of seven years, similar to intellectual property rights. A seven-year patent of a character or a concept of creativity that forces its unilateral ownership. The person who created the character or media would own the rights for that character's uh, character's uh, usage within any kind of system. Like uh, if, if they wanted to use Steamboat Willie, they had to pay Walt Disney money to use their characters because it was popular. But after a certain amount of of, uh, of time, just like within an, a certain amount of time through intellectual property rights, you would lose the ability to monopolize on that creative character or song or just in general any sense of media. It was relatively balanced to how we understand intellectual property rights. Now, but because, because Disney colluded with the government, not even within lobbying, but also purchasing massive amounts of land in Florida to make his amusement park got special deals from the government to provide funds for the war effort. That's a fact. In fact, you can go look it up. Got hell of a good deal and got a hell of a good price and a lot of land for that deal. And he also simultaneously provided propaganda for the war against Nazis, which is a good, I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but by no way, shape, or form is it all right for central intelligence agencies, the FBI, the CIA, I believe it was the SS at that point, uh, should even be involved within trying to affect public opinion. That's not the right of the government to influence political position. This is a this is a problem we have today with Trump, Mar-a-Lago, weaponizing the DOJ. Uh, you know, uh, political dissidents, um, the government labeling uh, anybody who is a patriot. Or who go to <laughs> who go to uh, school? Uh, what is it? It's like a school parent-teacher school uh, councils, or going to the 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 
the district of the school council uh, and as they rightfully should um, be able to voice their opinion in a public setting and and in a public uh, forum. That's one of our rights. This is how we keep our representatives in check. They started labeling parents as domestic terrorists. This shit's just not okay. They can't be meddling as much as they could. And this is where the foundations to all of this started. It was the destruction of public domain. We lost a lot of our manufacturing and uh, material production. Um, and in place for the hedonistic bread and circus of the Roman era destruction. So, you ever heard of that bit? Um, you know, the Romans said the, the people will be happy when you give them bread and circus. We shifted a lot of our economic wealth into a self-propagation of media saturation this is where we have false this is where we have false idols this is where we destroyed most of our religious and community-based systems is uh, through the economic shift, and, and it seems like a small thing. It it it, it didn't dawn on me because I've known about public domain for a while. I've always hated Disney. I 100% go against everything about Disney, um, what they stand for. Uh, they constantly hire child molesters. Look it up. Look how many. Look up how many children get abducted in the happiest city in the world, in the happiest, most magical place on earth. Have you seen the statistics of child abduction? And then, not to mention the three hundred. Uh, People, it was like two months ago, 300 people involved in child trafficking, partially from Disney. Uh, even that judge who was involved shot himself uh, before he could get a trial because he was guilty. And that was a federal judge. So we're going to ignore the crazy conspiracies the secret dining places and hidden doorways and secret rooms they have at Disney that you can go look up they talk about it all the time the massive 
lawsuits under their uh, Treasure Island section that's now been quarantined off um, and uh, has yet to be rebuilt or utilized, but yet is right outside the park. Bunch of conspiracies about that's one of the ways they abduct children is through the treasure island um, but it's a fact a lot of children go missing a lot of children go missing in the most magical place on earth we're gonna go back to public domain Disney colluded with the FBI to purchase large quantities of American land. That's nothing new. That's 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 a very common concept. You want to sell because the U.S. owns the land anyways. It doesn't even matter. But. Uh, the U.S. sells land to private investors to build for infrastructure. This is part of, like, the Reclamation Act. Yeah, the Reclamation Act is an act they have for water infrastructure and water reallocation, uh, water preservation funds uh, that is now been completely askewed to a uh, no longer a method of innovation and development program of the 1902 Reclamation Act and has been rewritten by one of my representatives, Mark Kelly. There's another one who wrote it. He co-signed it. But then there was another bill right after that where he was giving all operational costs to the federal government uh, if not a certain amount of power or water or hydroelectric power or power in general was being produced under the power plants probably lobbied by the power plants to cover their own operational costs. I think that was uh, Senate Bill 4322, if I, if I remember correctly. But we also have the STREAM Act. That STREAM Act completely... Oh my god. I did one episode on the STREAM Act. And I got through, I think, three sections. And I found massive amounts of collusion. Um, they centralized a central authority for the definition of what uh, is going to receive federal funding and state funding for a project under the Secretary of State unilaterally decided by the Secretary of State, they removed a council. Now, I get the idea, 
streamlining process uh, allows for um, urgency, but it also takes away delegation and opposition and potentially a better idea. If you have a group and you have a panel, I believe firmly in Hegelian dialectic, where I believe that Hegelian dialectic will self-regulate and define the best definition and the best possible avenue for the allocation of resources. But not only that, one of the main parts to the stream act and and this is this is why we built the 1902 reclamation act any federal funds that were given for water infrastructure was a interest to be paid back by the production of the energy itself uh, through the means of proper project validity. So, so you need to have a viable project system that's going to produce an overflow of energy that compensates for the interest rate of the uh, uh, of the adjusted in federal and state income given to the project itself well they got rid of that now it's another social program that's california for you that's why she wrote it and now mark kelly signed it co-sponsored it one of my representatives I hate his commercials. I hate him so much. He has like four times the amount of funding of any other person inside of his district running for office. Won't won't divulge where his funding is coming from. And he has way more than any other candidate. Okay. Stream Act. Yeah, they remove the necessity of interest payments back to the federal government as an interest for the common good where private funding and private projects were were supposed to produce revenue to pay back to the government. It's not supposed to come out of our pockets. It's an interest in a private owner who is supposed to produce income to pay back the taxpayer who funded the project. That's the 1902 Reclamation Act. Now, under the Stream Act, they completely abolished and Remend or uh, what do you call it? Uh, amended large sections of it. I got about like two or three sections into that. I spent a week, I spent about a week and a half reading the Stream Act, and it's it's about 40 pages long. And it took me one hour to get through three sections. 
how did I get to how did I get to this how did I get to the stream act reclamation act from public domain yeah big business privatizing they sell they sell government lands to private owners for a uh, interest over time so not a common I mean not an uncommon thing to sell federal land to private investors but it is when you're producing propaganda for an intelligence agency he also lobbied like I said for the destruction of public domain now thank God we still have what was prior under public domain or you couldn't even look up Aristotle that's how crazy it would be. But it's supposed to be seven years, people. And yet, Steamboat Willie, 50 years later, 60, 70 years, I don't even, I think they were at their 100th university or something, or anniversary or something. I remember those stupid glasses at McDonald's or something. I don't remember how long it's been. Way past seven years. And yet, the dude is dead. And the corporation now owns the rights that's permeated popular culture way past his death. Why, why, why is that even a thing? I, I, I never understood why it was a thing. But then today, I came to the economic conclusions and the the ramifications of retaining creative rights past a certain period of time it shifted our whole economy it shifted our whole economy into a self-serving hedonistic entertainment based system I like really think about it. It was the first it was the first animated film, Steamboat Willie. It was the first animated film. And after that, his lobbying caused every single lateral production of media that permeates pop culture that goes straight into the pockets of a corporation who writes legislation to own the rights. I mean, originally wasn't the idea that the person who was made the person who made the character or produced the media should own the rights itself. Now it's owned by faceless entities. Way beyond the death and creator himself. That shift, that shift is what causes... The cultural 
false idol representation and deifying celebrities and uh, stars within pop culture. I mean, I don't know if you guys are religious. I'm, I'm a pagan myself. But uh, that's definitely a false idol. Uh, if I look at a man, um, I can. I mean, even I'm a pagan, and I'm not gonna deify a man, a person, a human. I might think of uh, vibrational states of celestial. Uh, resonance as manifestations of energy to a collective consciousness because I'm like Buddhist slash like um, paganist slash uh, I'm a little Christian in there as well Um, the problem is that people don't know the origins of Christianity They ignore the whole definition of what Israel is. Israel's exodus out of Egypt. That is the beginning of the monotheistic tri-popular cultures and popular religions of today. Judaism, Christianity, Catholicism, Muslims, all came from the destruction of Solomon and the twelve tribes of the Israelites. Now, the twelve tribes of the Israelites, they once ruled and, you know, blah, blah, blah. He got corrupted by deifying um, a representation of, not of God or Yahweh, but of a creating temples for as many wives. Um, this is one of the crazy justifications for the subjugation of women. Uh, Solomon was corrupted by women, produced temples, uh, was conquered by the Canaanites. Uh, and the twelve tribes of uh, the twelve tribes of the Israelites spread. A lot of tribes you don't know about. Some of them, interestingly enough, there's a North African um, Orthodox Jewish tribe that claims descendants of one of the tribe lost tribes of the Israelites. Uh, but whatever, they got conquered by Egypt and enslaved by Egypt. And uh, when they left Egypt, just think about it. Just think about it for a second. When they left Egypt, they left the influence, the cultural influence of Egyptian-based culture onto their own. Israelite. Israel. Now, El is still in the Hebrew text. 
L is the Holy Spirit in Christianity. But if you read Judaism and you read the Hebrew text of Judaism, the Torah, El is still a demigod to God, Yahweh. Yahweh. The energy that permeates existence and the universe. Isis. Isel. Woman. That is the goddess. You know who else is in the, who else is in Judaism? That is written out of Catholicism and is written out of Christianity and is written out of the Quran. Mother Earth. Now in Judaism, she's called Asherah. Asherah. Asherah is the divine representation of female form. The divine representation of male form is God. We are made in God's image. Women are made in Asherah's image. Only women can create life. Asherah created life. Mother Earth. That's why I'm a pagan. That's why I'm a pagan. You go back far enough and you will realize the dogmatic manipulation through cultural dominancy and uh, translational issues. How many times has the Bible been rewritten? Tons of times. We're on like King James fucking 20th or some stupid shit. Doesn't matter what King James we're on. But that's one individual's interpretation of the events is King James. Whole point. Whole point. Monotheism is not monotheism. El is a demigod. It's the Holy Spirit. Is Ra El Ra, Sun God, God of Sun brings light. Light, light of God. Isis, Isil, Goddess, Asherah. Female divinity. This is one of the, this is one of the complete perversions to dominancy and subjugation of female female form. How did I get this? How did I go on to public domain to this manipulation? Public domain. How did I get to religion? Whatever, doesn't matter. Public domain. Public domain. A whole economic system of hedon that's right, hedonism. That's how I got onto it. Hedonistic perspective of false idols that produce 
the destruction of what we truly should be focusing on. It's the destruction of God. It's the destruction of the universal fabric of moral unification. And the economic shift to entertainment comes from the ability to monetize creative works beyond the seven-year public domain rule. So since we got rid of it, it became a more popular and a more profitable form of monetary acquisition. That's why we're a media-based economic system now. And it just blew my fucking mind today. I just, I couldn't, couldn't even deal with it. It just destroyed. It made me reevaluate how one tiny aspect that was written ages ago could affect an entire economic model. This is why politics is so important. This is why politics is so important. Why we need to fix democracy or burn that shit to the ground. It's got to be one of them. We, we can't just keep doing what we're doing. Nothing good comes out of it. And uh, it's just disgusting. Kind of fucking tired. It's one a.m. I randomly chose to do this podcast out of out of uh just uh happenstance. Couldn't sleep. I have to deal with uh I have to deal with interpersonary relationships which I'm not good with. Well, I'm not good with it at all. All right. I'm not done yet. I got I got at least 10 more minutes. I got to come up with something to say. So while the chat's going on, any uh any anything you guys want to add or uh hear me elaborate on. I am recording, by the way. Your voice will not be shown, but your questions will be welcomed. So we can move on to a Q&A system, or I can just rant for another 10 minutes.
Because it's probably going to go into Epstein or something if I just keep ranting. Alright, chat silent. I have 20 viewers, but not one wants to contribute to the dialogue. So I'm gonna just gonna move on. I'm gonna move on. <clears throat> so public domain it changes your whole economic system. And and that really that really sunk in. It it sunk in so fucking hard. It uh This could even contribute to not only the media saturation and the ability for manipulation through intelligence agencies. This also could leak into cultural moral fabrications. You morally object to the presumption of uh, something beyond self-satisfaction. And I don't know if you know anything about morality or virtue ethics, but uh, I believe in categor categorical imperatives that uh, presuppose the hypothetical imperatives of self-service that mostly arise not through virtue, virtue ethics, but uh, a little bit through natural law and a little bit through, uh, not content, uh, deontological. Hedonism is its own branch of epistemological moral foundation. And how we became a production-based system to entertainment-based system is small, gradual steps without the, the foresight Or the discernment to a small economic foundation of democracy that affected all of culture. It's just, it's just mind-boggling. Now, I can't remember the epistemological uh, presupposition to hedonism. Because um, I'm not a big fan of hedonism. Uh, I, I believe in universal moral law. So I sway towards more virtue ethics, natural law. And my favorite deontological ethical... Uh, imperatives where it's either a categorical or a hypothetical imperative 
Just content ethics and Emmanuel Kant in general is who I ascribe to mostly within my justification of reason and the limitation of reason through religion and also my philosophical political position of self-determination and self uh, self-actualization creates character um, any state ran based system uh, I believe induces a uh, coddling and a mentality of induced uh what do you call it when you when you're when you're expected to get something um induced uh entitlement that's what that's what when you reach a certain point um of social socially funded systems you reach a point of entitlement to the catering of your own worldview where Kantian ethics supersedes position of self through character through adversity. Uh, one of the reasons why I like Emmanuel Kant. I've never... I tried one time getting on the government's... Uh, the government budget. I tried one time. I'll never try again. I, I got on. They gave me like $500 in food stamps. I got a job. Uh, once I got a job, they told me I had to reevaluate my uh, SNAP program benefits. And I went from me trying to get out of the hole, homeless, getting $500 from the government, to receiving $15 because I had a job. You believe that shit. I probably could have stayed on SNAP, got federal funding for residency, retained my SNAP program for funding of food, supplemented that food I needed from food banks, from uh, religious institutions, and probably made more money. That's that's the system we have right now. It's uh it's a system of dependency. And it's uh just growing. It's just growing. I mean, I was going to do a part 2 on Trump where I was going to reevaluate all of his uh his uh 
political policies on um, healthcare systems, which I'll give him credit. Um, adding section one three three two to the uh, patient protection affordable care act uh, allowed for common law displacement and innovation between uh, localized populations cool I like that but it's still a state fucking federal system it's still a federal system based on 80% of production and cost from the federal government which is not okay it's just another it's another social program we are inherently terrible as Americans to adhering to social systems I had a friend who worked with, he was a mechanic uh, back in Indianapolis. He had a job working for the blue car company or something. It was a, it was a, uh, it was a system, a test trial system where they would induce, uh, to re, to reduce emission ratings in certain cities bringing about a social program system of electrical scooters uh, one of them was in Indianapolis of course it failed um, Indianapolis does not have good social uh, that's terrible terrible infrastructure especially state-ran infrastructure everybody has a vehicle why well, everything spread the fuck out if you know anything about indianapolis it's one big ass fucking circle that encompasses like one third of the state in the center that's indianapolis for you that's 465 but uh they tried to induce that program and it failed miserably. Not only did you have massive amounts of uh, what is it when something is uh, violated or it's uh, um, destroyed by public vandalization. Not only did they have massive vandalization of the uh, system they tried to in place. Um, the failure of having corrective infrastructure to collect the scooters, to recharge the scooters, to allow for the product to continue and the social program to be adhesive uh, was a failure based upon the infrastructure of the city itself. I think they had a little bit of a success from his perspective he said they had a lot of success in like san francisco or something but uh that might be a reason why you see more democratic states holding more social program benefits but then there's just the manipulation of those benefits they can fix the housing homeless crisis uh, but they choose not to 
whole point, Americans are not good for social programs. We're all built for a unregulated, unmanipulated uh, free market system. That's that's how we should be built. That's how we should fucking coordinate. Um, I argue for a dichometric uh, value system um, to reevaluate how we define value within our economic system. And I'm going to end after I, t- I talk about this. This is probably going to be the end of my podcast at this point. But I advocate for a dichometric value-based system in a dem- democratic state where you have two tones of value. One value being based on the demand uh, through the supply-demand system, which is how it's traditionally ran. But I also want to implicate a secondary measure of value of a product based on a objective mean. Uh, so not just a subjective form of value on demand, but also an objective perspective of demand on the cost of materials, production, shipment, and distribution of that product. Uh, So that secondary system of value um, is a value system of... uh, of uh, oh fuck communism that the uh, that is a communist idea um, I I believe that we should implement both one for the basis of value to the profit of the business itself and then the secondary value of the economic system to give leverage to the individual um, the consumer who is buying the product to understand the objective value of the product they're buying and I'm gonna end with there I'm gonna end with there Uh, you know Disney's fucking evil let's forget about all the latent sexual promiscuity Let's forget about all the, uh, the child kidnappings and child molestation rings that happen in the happiest place on earth and the most magical place on earth. And let's just, let's look at public domain. Let's look at public domain and look at what public domain did to our economic system. This is the Human Condition Podcast. I'm your host, Max Manning. The only limitation to the expression of ideas is the liberation of self. And that is it.